Greetings, this is James Gill with As You Wish Talk Radio and East City Stargate. Again, we're on Vimeo, Vimo. we're on East City Stargate TV, we're on uh, Rumble and uh, quite a few other venues. So if you just type in East City Stargate, it'll all come up and you can check out the show and be sure and share it with others. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on. I'm going to skip the news today because by the time this airs, everything's going to change and everything's... Everything's moving so fast. Uh, it's it's so funny that this big Kabuki theater. You don't even want to you don't even want to go into the news because it's all it's all fake news anyway. And then a lot of it's, you know, they're saying this guy's arrested, that guy's arrested, and they've already been dispatched. So, you know, it's like where do you go? You know, they're saying the Philippines uh, just issued an arrest warrant for for Bill Gates, and I think he's pretty much gone already. But uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see how this all turns out. So I'm going to skip the news. Um, I really wanted to talk about a workshop. I got a great group coming here and we've got the intergalactic workshop and we've got Clark and Cameron and Shane and Jojo. They're going to be doing this workshop here at the ranch. And uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us, James. Thanks, hey, James. thanks, James. So happy to be here on your As You Wish Talk radio, James. All right. Good to hear. Hey, we got to do that shark video. <laughs> I haven't forgotten about that. <laughs> yeah, we're in Hawaii and we're swimming, uh, supposed to be swimming with these pilot whales. And then these these ocean white tips showed up and said hi to us. It was pretty interesting, but uh, that's a whole nother story. But this workshop you've got coming up, I, I know here the energy is just insane. It's so strong here. It's amazing. We had a great group here this weekend. And a lot of ships, just a lot of ships, but they're staying high. Uh, we had two giant green fireballs come over, which was interesting. And uh, uh, just a lot of activity and a lot of contact. And and uh, there's whole new groups. There's all these Pleiadian warriors that are showing up, you know, that are getting ready to, uh, you know, they, they said it's no more negotiations. Now they're in pest control mode. You know, so uh, there's there's a lot going on. You know, it's getting really interesting. But the uh, I'd like to cover this the workshop. I don't know who you want to be. Uh, you can take turns and talk about, you know, what the workshop's going to be about, and uh, you know, give all the pertinent details to it. Perfect. Who you want? You want to start, Cameron? Oh, you want me to start? Clark, you want to be point man? Yeah. Yeah. So we had, yeah, last year we had an amazing uh, retreat. We had a great group that came. And so uh, we want to do another one this year and kind of build off of that, um, that energy from last year. Um, and so one of the things that we admire about, about you, James, is the energy of the ranch and just what even a SETI stands for is an enlightened contact with extraterrestrial intelligence. So this year in naming the the retreat intergalactic it's all about you know the inner work that we do with ourselves to prepare ourselves to raise our vibration uh to have these experiences and so that's just a little bit about that anybody else want to share anything about that about the inner oh we could go on for hours for that. <laughs> um yeah. Shane actually came up with the name <laughs> yeah yeah the the name came to me um several years ago but it only returned when I was at your, your ranch because the energies were so high and so clear um, that it finally felt like the place for that seat to land. Um, and 
after reading some of your books, I, I got total confirmation that that's a place where people can safely and securely remove blockages and tune into their ascended masters in a very secure and um, I don't know, there's a lot of integrity there. Um, some of the highest integrity energies I've ever felt. And so uh, I wouldn't, you know, there's no other place we'd rather have it. And so it felt like the right place, the right time. And uh, last year was just phenomenal. And you can t talk to some of the people that went that they, they just, they stoked us out with their reviews. And it's like, we, we were kind of dragging our feet this year. We're like, you know what? There might even be a, a wedding there. There's like people met there that were just like, bam, meant to be together. And that's the kind of energy that uh, we found there last year. And we're bringing in Jojo. Uh, he's been a longtime friend. Um, we're building our own grids uh, pre-2012. And um, he's obviously not gridding at the ranch because it's already got a really high vibe grid. But he can teach people how to do and clear their own stones and some very, well, I'm not going to speak for you, Jojo. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I just look forward to hearing what, what the guys did last year and, and the whole group did last year. I'm looking forward to coming up there and mainly just talking about crystals and how they relate to uh, the different star families. Cause that's information that's come through to me over the last year. I've been uh, studying, working with my friend Oshara and in, in working with her during our sessions, the, uh, you know, to keep it simple, some of the some of the main groups, the Pleiadians, the Syrians, the Arcturians, the Andromedans, came through and gave specific information on which stones they like to work with us through, connect with us through, just helps us connect with them in an easier way. And a lot of us have stones already, so it's just it's it's a cool bridge of information. So that's some of the stuff I'll be bringing. I have to, I have to show you. I have I have a couple stones there of no known origin. Nobody can figure out where they came from, and that's cool. and. One is really high. You put it in your left hand and there's incredible Pleiadian communication. And the other one is a grounding stone. You put it in your right hand. And every time I put these in people's hands, they go, oh, their whole head starts tingling and everything, you know. So it's, I think it, it's really weird. That it, it, they found these on a reservation and it blew up in the sky and it just spread out all across the reservation and and there's two aspects there's a dark stone that you can see through it's really weird it's a dark stone but it's transparent right. and it has gold in it and everything else is kind of brown and gold and then the other stone is a green and you can see right through it it's it's a a crystal green stone you know it's pretty interesting but i'll i'll bring those out and people can play with them well thank you yeah it sounds fun yeah All right. yeah Hey, James, you know, it, it's it's really good to be on the show here. And, uh, you know, I just want to take a moment uh, just to share gratitude. I mean, look, I've, I've been on the path to discovering truth for a long time now. I mean, years and years ago, I was going to, you know, just kind of looking back in my history, I'd been attending a lot of UFO conferences over the years. Um, and we got a chance to meet in, I think it was 2018, 20 or 2019. Um, and it, it was awesome. We loved your presentation. We just really, you know, connected with, um, your everything, you know, w when we met, it was like, we are going to, we made the intention to get up to East SETI. And then of course the whole pandemic 
you know, worldwide global catastrophe. And, you know, it was interesting because while the entire world was shutting down and postponing and not engaging, we, we looked on your schedule and you guys stayed open. Yeah. And behold, we're like, that's it. We're making the trip and we're going up. And we attended, uh, you know, there in, in 2020 and 2021, um, your self-mastery and ambassador workshop. Uh, also, some of the, uh, the yoga and shamanic healing retreat, the conferences, we came up and volunteered. And then we last year in 2022, we put on, you know, for the first time, um, our own, you know, uh, spring retreat. And we had some phenomenal experiences. I mean, the energy there. Uh, and we're so excited with Clark and Shane and Jojo, uh, myself as facilitators to come back and experience Iseti, uh, the ranch, and really just uh, make some connections with, uh, you know, some of us conscious beings that are going to be there, as well as the higher dimensional beings that we get to engage with. Um, you know, I know for me that some of the great experiences that we've had, um, you know, this bracelet I have on right here is from last year. One of the attendees made this bracelet and gave it to me. We stay in touch with a lot of uh, the friendships that we've made uh, at Iseti Ranch. Um, and we'll continue these lifelong relationships and look forward to meeting other people and, um, and just getting the opportunity to do some of the inner, the inner work. Because look, everything going on around us externally, whether, you know, Ukraine and the human trafficking and all the politics going on here in the States. Um, you know, looking at just, just the, the SRA, all the evil stuff going on. Um, you know, that, that is, it's all crazy, but really what it's all about is going within and doing the work so that we can raise, you know, our vibrational frequency in order to connect with the, um, you know, the galactic, family out there so the intergalactic and the galactic family we're gonna we're are do our best to to come up with some you know special workshop here uh workshopping in order to make contact nice yeah the uh <laughs> i've been i've been a bad boy lately i've been putting some posts out that that talk about you know the, the uh, conferences right now and i actually i've been blackballed at pretty much all of them <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, I said, you know, the uh, the controlled narrative does not want the authentic, you know, to come in there. And I said, now the whole con- the whole thing's a controlled narrative, you know, and it's run by the integrity and morally challenged, you know. <laughs> and yeah, and you look at the list of the keynote speakers and things, and you go, oh, pedophile, um, <laughs> you know, this this. You, it's just uh, Rockefeller pedophile, you know. It's just like seriously, come on, guys. You know, you you know who these people are, you you know their their planned opposition, you you know their integrity levels and and their their moral levels are just off the scale, and they all have a long history, you know. And you just go, why do you keep promoting these people? And I know one conference they had, uh, they seemed to have a problem because a lot of. Uh, criminal stuff came up you know with with the people that they were prom- promoting so uh you know it, it's kind of funny because the 
the same people that are sabotaging or backstabbing or anything else are now having to deal with their own their own element, you know, matching their frequency. But I kind of see that, uh, you know, these things are going to have to, they're either going to have to transform or they're going to implode and they're imploding now. I had friends going to some of these conferences and they said there was nothing new. It was all old stuff. Uh, you know, it was just, uh, you know, a controlled narrative. It's like, well, they, they were here in the past, you know, and, and they were, Roswell, you know, 70 years ago and, and, you know, this and this, and you go, you go, seriously, guys, they're here now. They're yeah. here now. You can come and see them now. You can have your own contact, you know, you can have your own experience and then nobody can take that away from you. And that's, and that's what I love about Isetti is that this is a big thorn in their butt is that, is that it's still going on. It never stopped. It's still happening. And, and people are still coming up and having their own experience. And, and that just, is a real thorn in their, in their butt, you know, that, that, uh, you know, they claim they make all these claims, but they have no evidence. And, you know, we, we tell people come up and get your own evidence, you know, bring your cameras, you know, you can see it yourself. And to be prepared for it. Cause once you, there's a burden, uh, a good burden, but once you have your own contact living with that, that it's no longer a question. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's life changing. It, it, uh, people come up here and they they just oh my god they they can't believe it and they see the ships and they see all the paranormal stuff happening here and then they realize they've been lied to all their lives and and all of a sudden they just start opening you know wide open and start uh, they can't get enough of 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 the paranormal and the higher dimensional you know information. Absolutely, and that's why we think it's so important and imperative to have. Uh, a framework of emotional support, like inner emotional support when that kind of existential or that crisis happens, because yeah. once proven that it's no longer just a question or a uh, potential, it happens and it's like, oh, the bottom drops out. Yeah. And what do we have, you know, like community is one of the things that we've discovered is fun, like is one of the cores that we can once we have that integrity and we have that trust and starting within, then we can build community and build those strong relationships that then support us after. Um, yeah. yeah. Contact. Cause I, I know a lot of people are not going to do well because this is all coming down. It's going to come down hard and everything they believed, everything about their government and the system and, and everything is going to be revealed here really soon. And, and their whole religious beliefs, all of that, they're going to find out, you know, the bearded gods were actually from the stars <laughs> and the demigods were their offsprings. And and uh, and it's it's going to be a real uh, uh, for some, it's going to be a, an awesome aha moment. And other people, it's just going to turn them upside down. Absolutely. And that's why we're here to help support that smooth transition for those willing to grow and learn and be vulnerable yeah. look within. Yeah. But Baba G always told me, he said, stop watering seedlings with a fire hose, you know? So, so I've been, I've been cutting back a little bit on, <laughs> on things I do. Yeah. Well, you got fertile ground up there. The yeah. You want to grow. Definitely. So what are the, what are the types of things you're going to be doing at the workshop? Yeah, so we'll do um, 
we'll have movement and qigong and yoga and we'll do uh some visualizations and guided meditations and do work uh and do circle work with each other and 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 uh like group setting um sacred sound yeah. yeah we'll do sound last year we did drum circles and that was a that was i think everybody's favorite part so we'll do drum circles and yeah sounds like in the summer we won't be able to do that around the fire but we'll we'll be able to gather around have drum circle uh we'll bring the crystal bowls and do sound baths and and um you know jojo will talk about crystals and and um yeah melia yeah and melia will come too she's she couldn't come to the show today she wasn't feeling good okay melia will come and help out with the qigong and she loves coming to the ranch that's my daughter she's been uh, coming out there for years now. Uh, when she went, <clears throat> she came out to the ranch. How is she? How is she? But sixteen now, seventeen. I don't know. She's graduating high school uh, this week on Friday. She graduates high school. Wow. And so, she? she's seventeen now. She's got her license and driving, and yeah, she's they grow up fast. They say. Yeah, I just, it's so funny because, you know, people. I'm really bad about it. I just don't have time. You know, it's like I, it, it, I feel things more about their emotional content, you know, or how strong it was or things like that. And, and time, I think something, oh, that happened, you know, last year and it happened like six years ago or <laughs> things like that. It's really funny because time is starting to bend. And, and, and one of the things that Palladian said that they're going to do something they're going to fold time. And I don't exactly know what that is. But I really do think they're going to move us forward, so we can miss a lot of the, the gaunt, the nonsense. They're going to do something where they're going to fold time, and to to jump us through uh, the stuff that if we hang out too long, and it's going to be a real mess, you know, yeah. like skipping World War Three and a few other things. But uh, you know, it's uh, uh, that's not going to happen anyway. As much as they're going to try to get everybody in fear, it's there. There might be some false flag things they're going to try, but. Sure. the ships the et's got it you know they're watching all this yeah uh just just kind of going off of that jumping time we're going to be uh jumping into the ice uh the glacier melt river <laughs> that is always on our the favorite ranch. thing <laughs> so we'll, we'll be I was wondering if you guys are going to jump off the bridge yeah, yeah, one of our special events and activities that we'll be conducting is the awesome ice plunge. We'll be doing yeah. some ice plunging, jumping off into that beautiful river right there next to the ranch. And it's awesome because really, I believe that it is uh, symbolic because a lot of the work we're doing is we're we're facing, you know, our worst fears in a sense. And so getting up, you know, 20 to 30 feet up in the air and jumping into this freezing cold water and doing that ice plunge, um, you know, that that is just facing your fear right there. So it's very symbolic and we have a lot of fun doing it uh, and we can't wait to to get in to get into the water. Yeah. Make sure everybody signs the waiver. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell people too, don't if you don't feel like, you know, don't be pushed into something. If if your inner guidance says don't do it, you know, if it's not for you, don't don't push yourself. But the uh you know, I've had so many things happen lately where 
I, I couldn't even give a reason why it, it was like like recently in Hawaii, um, we were going to jump in the water and and uh, and everybody's jumping in the water. And I just had this don't go, don't go. And I, I go, this doesn't make sense, you know, and everybody's oh, yeah, you know, it's like they're all freaking out. And you could, you know, I, I can't go too far because I get into trouble if I talk about more. But uh, but anyway, so all of a sudden they come up and they've got um, uh, these. I can't remember. They're, they're not a jellyfish, but those long, really long string ones, they just like a jellyfish, they sting you. Oh, but they, they got hit by those and uh, and they came up, you know, and, and luckily we had some vinegar and some other stuff there. But it, it's like I, I'm standing there and, and everybody's going, come on, go, go. And, and, uh, and you know, the, the captain's going, well, well, how come you're not going in? I, I said, I don't know why. I, I don't know. Why. I just can't. I can't go. I said, it's, it's saying, don't go, you know, and then I find out later, you know, why, but I always tell people to trust that, you know, trust that inner guidance. If it's saying, saying something to you, you know, we have to really learn that because in the days to come, you're not going to be able to trust much on the external, you know, because the external world is just imploding and it's, it's, it's so deceptive right now and it's all, you know, imploding in on itself. So we have to go back to the inner guidance, you know, and work with the higher dimensional beings. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing we'll be covering, um, speaking of implosion, uh, is 432 and its relationship to eight Hertz plonk length, all these great things, um, you know, uh, creating uh, coherent harmony. Mm-hmm. And so when we are in that coherent state, those dissonant states become very apparent. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of like in a in a, a symphony if someone plays a wrong note. If if we have an inner symphony going on and the news or some other media or a person comes in and it sounds like, ooh, that's that's out of tune with the high frequency or the coherent frequency I'm in training. And mm-hmm. that becomes a nice guide of, ooh, all right, yes, no, yes, no. Um, and it becomes another tool in one's toolbox um, for following that path. I know just being up here in this energy is going to raise everybody's frequency. So when you go back, you're going to see things totally, totally different. Um, that I, lo- I had a yoga teacher once. I love what she said. She said, you know, if, you're, if your room's a mess, you know, and there's just stuff laying everywhere in the room, you know, one pair of socks, who cares? Nobody's going to notice it. But if your room's really nice and clean, you know, and then somebody throws a, some dirty socks in the middle, it just sticks out like a sore thumb. And that's kind of what what happens when you get your room all cleaned. <laughs> you know, you all said, oh, wow, that doesn't work for me, you know. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. Getting our house in order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's uh, you know, we're having so many different beings come in and, and um uh, just recently, I had a, a a being, and I swear this sounds so off the wall, but the guy looked like Superman. And I go, I go, okay, overactive imagination, I'm losing it, you know. But he came to me and he's and he said, old friend, you know. He said, how are you, old friend, you know? And I, I said, okay, I I think I know who this guy is. And he was like a captain, like a Palladian uh, captain. And and this guy just was was he was buffed out. I mean, he was like, and he says, yeah, he said, we're, we're, we're done negotiating, you know, and I guess they're bringing in the, the warriors now, 
you know, to just clean house. So I think things are going to move really fast. I don't know how long it's going to take on the ground to do their thing, but the the other influences are going to be taken out here. They're they're pretty much removed already. And I'm sure the time spans will vary for each person because our perception of time and whether yeah. we hold it in or we, we have something to experience in the density in order to raise our vibration. Yeah, the muggles. I always <laughs> I say, God, the muggles, I don't know what they're going to do with this. You know, it, it's... Uh, you know, if you haven't if you haven't done your work and if you haven't done your process oriented therapy or whatever and cleared out your old wounds and traumas and wrong conclusions and and you're still watching CNN, you know, I, these poor people, I I I don't know what what they're going to do with this. Uh, you know, when it goes down, they're they're going to have a total meltdown, and and I think that's that's where we we need to be around to pick up the pieces and and. Uh, you know, I think I think it should be totally legal now to say I told you so because you know you've been we've been invalidated so much all our lives. Now we can sit back and smile and just watch it all, watch it all come down. Absolutely, and uh, also you know, uh, studying a bit of Tibetan Buddhism, there's the uh, the Bodhisattva vow, which is yeah uh, to to stay dedicated until all the suffering has been removed. And so a lot of us, some of us have signed up for the shit show cleanup. Yeah. And, uh, it's like, okay, yep, this is what I signed up for. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm not running away. I'm sticking here with compassion and compassion and love. And uh, bring I'm all for I'm all for vacation myself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm ready for a break. I you know I've been doing this for God knows I didn't want to admit how long over 40 years intensely, but uh, but it's just like wow well, I'm I'm ready for a vacation. Yes, yeah, your, your guys turn. You guys can take over. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of doing stuff for a long time, we're we're excited to have our buddy JoJo with us this year, and he was telling us he actually came to the ranch back in 2007 right yeah. jojo yeah so and I, he's been uh, listening to you for over 20 years on uh, the radio yeah so it's wild because i was, I was going to speak to this at some point so here it is the uh so yeah i got to uh, actually come up to the ranch in 2007 and i was all excited I didn't, I didn't know what to expect necessarily other than seeing some chips right and and actually getting to see you in person after hearing your voice for years and so it was interesting because um i did see ships at the ranch and it was, I guess, a light day to call it something. I remember seeing a couple ships and there was a, a you know, a blinking ship. And I was like, okay, I saw some ships. And then right away, I was on an extended road trip and we went down to Mount Shasta within a day or two. And then I started seeing a lot of ships. You know, we slept way high on the top parking lot on Mount Shasta. And even without my glasses, I was seeing ship trails and things taking off in front of me. And that night, I probably saw 30 ships. And I just kept like waking up out of dead sleep, opening my eyes and seeing something right in front of me. And I'd go back to bed like, what is going on? So it was, it was interesting because you had mentioned even back then, and I know you've been saying this for years, but it's just you people that show up at the ranch, you know, we get tuned up and um, we change. And so, yeah, we may see ships at the ranch and uh, most of us are counting on something like that. No pressure. But uh <laughs> But it's it's what happens to us after, you know, it's the experience of being there and, and the catalyst of being there at, mm -hmm. at, at your East City Ranch and then how that looks in our lives afterwards. So right away, that Mount Shasta experience happened for me. 
you know, going to Sedona and Big Sur and all these other energy spots afterwards, seeing ships there too. And at this point, like I said, that was 2007. So we're 16, about 16 years on now. And, and I've seen so many, I've lost count. I've seen so many yeah. ships, startups and ship trails. So it's definitely life-changing to be up there and it's a process, you know? So it's like, yeah. So I've, just to keep it simple, you know, the 16 years since I've been there and, and the changes those have um, made in my life, it's like, it just, it all stacks up over time. Like I said, so I don't even know how many ships I've seen at this point, but there will be people that possibly show up for the first time that haven't seen a ship. And so I'm, I'm running this out. So, you know, no pressures on them. You know, we all start somewhere. Uh-huh. You know? uh, and if they, you know, find, find a way to make it to Yuseti and it's the first time they've seen ships, then uh, that's, yeah, that's very fortunate for them. So, it, it, it's about, yeah, it's kind of like an initiation. You come here and you have the experience and then the energy as well. And then and then all of a sudden people start, I'm getting videos and, and photographs from all over the place now that people have come to Yeseti and they go, look, these guys are following me. And I go, that's what's supposed to happen. <laughs> and so it's like... Uh, and great videos and they're they're getting messages you know very beautiful messages and things like that so so you know i always tell people it's not about this is about your own personal journey it's not about me it's not about a guru or it's not something external you know but the uh the i had an experience in shasta i had to share it with you it was it was pretty funny because i went there and they had a conference going and uh uh I was up at, I think it was Shastina or something, Lake Shastina up the top up there. And uh, there's all these school teachers there and they're having a big school teacher convention. And so I was there by myself and I, I got there a day early and I go, I just want to enjoy the energy here. And and I was in my van, you know, and so I got out and these guys go, hey, we've got plenty of food over here. You know, we're doing a little barbecue. If you want to join us, that'd be great. You know, so I'm sitting around talking to them. And they go, why are you here? And uh, why are you here? What brings you to Shasta? And I said, oh, there's a convention going on. You know, they go, oh, you part of the teacher's convention? And I said, no, I'm part of the UFO convention. You, they all just like, they go, oh, like this. <laughs> like, like, oh, and all of a sudden they got kind of quiet and they're all like, yeah, you know, like this. And uh, nobody said anything. It got really quiet. And I go, kind of like that one right there. <laughs> this huge ship just flew right over us, the whole group. Oh, it was so funny. And they're just blown away. And they got all, a couple got freaked out. And, uh, but they were all excited about it. And I said, now you're going to go home and tell your students? And they said, no, no. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty funny. It was just, per- they have a sense of humor. It's just perfect timing. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I'm sure that'll happen here. People are going to have their own experiences. And, and, uh, you know, if you if you're out there, you're gonna see something. You just can't. There's just too much going on to not see something. Yeah, I mean, uh, this last year, I I feel like we were activated. Clark and I. There's a few of us in Big Sur at a um, at a a friend's retreat center, and we we're in the hot tub overlooking the ocean. It's that night. It's my birthday, and boom. Yeah. The ship, the cigar ship, just super stealth. Huge cigar ship. Yeah, you describe it, Clark. Yeah, you know, it was so huge and just bit, it just moved so slow across the planet. It was, I mean, it filled up the whole, almost the whole sky. It looked like the size of a city. Wow. So, 
And so I, I looked over at uh, uh, some friends that were in the hot tub with us, and I was like, well, now do you believe in UFOs? And they're like, ah. Yeah, there was a couple non-believers in the hot tub, and they're like. <laughs> yeah. They were like, that was a pretty, pretty prominent UFO. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a few of those here. And some of those, you know, everybody goes, oh, that's uh, Starlink. And I go, no, I know the difference between Starlink. I said, so these things are treetop level and and you know i'm filming it and it goes behind the tree and doesn't come back out it just disappears and it's like half tree, half treetop level going through the trees and and uh i go starlings out there and it's pretty obvious when you see it especially when they first launch it but these things aren't aren't starlink it's it's something yeah, else you were at the ranch when they first launched the starlink uh yeah was that the retreat yeah was or? that the first night or second night we saw it and you have video of it cam yeah and so yeah. You- See the direction it was going, and then we had there's all sorts of ships moving mm-hmm. in different directions. Yeah, yeah that was a, and the Starlinks. Yeah, that was the funny part is because Star yeah Starlink they let off all their little satellites right, and they're all going in a row, and then all these other ships are just going choo choo like buzzing going every direction all around it, and I go, how do you explain that? You know, that's yeah. Starlink, but where are all those other ships? And then we had uh, um, the space station come over. And I had a physicist that was with me at the time that had connections with NASA and everything. And, and so he calls up NASA and he goes, hey, do you guys uh, do you guys have anything up there with the uh, space station that that's uh, they go, no, the shuttles are down. You know, we're not doing anything like no Russian rockets or anything. And he goes, no. And he goes, well, we just saw a massive ship fly right in front of it and then one trailing it and flying right behind it. So. So it's, you know, it's either space fleet, you know, or it's our own secret space fleet or something, but it, it uh, and we filmed it too. And he, he goes, oh, we got it on film. And, and, and one goes, oh, wait a minute. And she comes back and she goes, oh, no, no, that's a Russian rocket. That's, uh, <laughs> and, and, but this guy knows how to look that stuff up. Yeah. And he said, no, it wasn't. He said, it's, uh, that's just their disinformation program, you know. Yeah, when we saw that cigar ship, I was te- teasing Sh- uh, Shane, saying, "Hey, they're just wishing you happy birthday. <laughs> your, your buddies are just buzzing in to say happy birthday." Yeah, yeah we had um, there was a guy here, a wonderful guy, and he had um, I don't know what he got on his equipment, but it was his birthday, and they said they're going to send me a surprise on my birthday. He goes, "I was told." I go, great. Sounds great. You know, and, and these two massive green fireballs came over and uh, they were just huge, you know, right over us. I turned around, I looked up and go, happy birthday. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious, but uh, he's been getting, he's down, I think he's in Huntington Beach or somewhere down there in California. And he's just getting these ships flying over schools, you know, hovering over schools and, and, uh, we had one here over Portland State, a uh, huge mothership. It was a Ryan Council of Lightship, and and uh, you could hear it pulsing and making all these crazy noises. And we got it on film, and I asked them, I said, what are you doing over Portland State at 2 in the morning? And they said, higher learning. <laughs> <laughs> they said, we're preparing, you know, the kids for contact, basically. So it's going to get interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, the kids need it because, you know, there's going to be some shifts and and the more educated and then and in tune with that the 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 less traumatic the shift is yeah, yeah. i i was asked to, to do a talk at the 
one of the, the schools here, like the Hood River High School and the elementary school, too. And all the kids were drawing pictures. That was the homework. Okay, I want you all to draw pictures of UFOs. And uh, they all drew pictures and they said family. And, and it was like unbelievable. I go, oh, these are good. These are good. And then I showed them the pictures. And uh, they're all excited. I couldn't believe they let me do it. You know, but uh, it raised a lot of people got upset later. Some of the parents got mad about it. You know, but uh, I, you know, I just told them, I said, you know, they've been here a very long time. They're our ancestors and the re- I just kept it real simple mm-hmm. and they're returning, you know, and not all of them are good, but most of them are good now. And if you talk to the good ones, they'll keep the bad ones away. You know, <laughs> you know I kept it really simple, but, uh, but I was amazed that all the kids were would tell their stories and they had their picture and they would come up and show me the picture and talk about their picture and and she and they go well, we're not from I'm not from here you know this is my family <laughs> you know they, they'd have the ship and all the people you know it's kind of interesting but I think there's so many kids that are just they they know they incarnated from these other higher dimensions and other civilizations and and it's too bad that's not validated you know th- these schools it was actually they're actually validating a lot of that, but, uh, um, and the kids really wanted me to come back, but I guess they got a bunch of flack from some of the parents. <laughs> so, so it, it's the way it goes, you know, the old, but I kept it real basic, really. I guess there's a lot of, uh, some church people that got a little upset, but I got read your Bible. It's all in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, speaking of kids, kids are welcome to the retreat. Melee will be there. She's 17, and she's been coming out there for many years. And so we we welcome uh, people of all ages to come out to the retreat. And, yeah, we're just looking forward to uh, being back on the ranch. Um, speaking of kids, I got I to gotta, uh, sign out of here and go pick up one of my daughters from soccer. I'll let these, uh, these guys uh, finish it off. And I really appreciate you having us back at the ranch, James. I honor and appreciate everything that you do and thank you so much for having us on the show and i'll sign off with cameron and jojo and shane yeah and thank you for all your help you know coming up to the ranch and helping out and building and getting things put back together here i mean we had the most amazing crew came out here for the winter repairs trees fell on buildings and and pipes were all frozen and broken it was just a disaster and all these professional people just showed up and they all knew when they just did it. I, I couldn't believe it. I go, thank you, God. That was the most incredible manifestation, you know, and it was like quite a few of you guys, you know, there's like yeah, quite a few uh, parks there because <laughs> you just get after stuff and get going too. And now I have a really good crew here that they, they just do it. They just, they don't sit around and don't, they go, what do you need done? And I go, I need that, that, that done, you know, and, and then I'll be working too. And I, I say, I got to go and I'll finish it, you know, so it's great. Nice. Doing great. So I know you got to go pick up your daughter. So but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to coming to the ranch and definitely put, uh, you put me to work. I'm coming to work <laughs> <laughs> and coming to play. Yeah. Fun. All right. All right, Sounds guys. Thanks, Cody. Yeah, we got a few minutes left. Um, the, uh, yeah, there's so much going on. Uh, the workshop, I guess, is is just going to be a lot of uh, basically an interaction and engaging the higher higher beings. And and uh, uh, I know you guys probably have some kind of process oriented therapies going on there in the workshop or circles. Yeah, uh, something like so that. What, 
One thing I wanted to speak to, James, because it's something that listened to you over the years. I heard it and I heard it and I heard it and I heard it and I kept saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I finally got it. And that's uh, setting sacred space because mm-hmm. you yeah. heard you say it for years. And it's something that I finally incorporated many years ago right. in my personal work and working with clients. And, um, and so I wanted to speak directly to that because when we do certain things, of course, at the ranch, you guys set the sacred space every day. And, mm-hmm. and share that with people so they can just kind of form that habit for themselves, you know, with whatever we do, whether we're doing a guided meditation or a sound bath or crystal activation or jump off a bridge, you know. So it's like setting that sacred space and and basically making our own containers or a group container is is key. And I'm glad I finally not only listened to you, but put it to work. So. Right. So that's going to be part of the workshop. That's it's just going to be repeated in a lot of the things we do. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm seeing now there's so many people that are doing therapies and they're not creating sacred space, mm-hmm. and people are opening up and things are jumping in and yeah, you know, a lot of like plant medicine abuse and things like that and and they're bragging. You know, I've done. 50 ceremonies, ayahuasca ceremonies, and they've got like 50 entities on them. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, I said, if you don't do that in sacred space and and do it with a trained shaman that knows how to heal unseen negative influences and keep your space clear, you know, you can get into trouble real easy and and, uh, you can do it all naturally. You don't need the plant medicine, but I kind of tell people that, you know, you you really need the tools before you do anything have to learn how to shield yourself, how to heal unseen negative influences and create that sacred space. And and if you don't, and you open wide open and you don't do that, you're opening to anything. And, you know, a lot of people like LSD and things that they take these trips and they have a really bad trip and all these hideous things come after them and crazy stuff happens. And I said, well, it's, you know, you did great sacred space. You know, what do you expect? You just open wide open. And, and a lot of it's your own stuff you haven't healed. You know, your old, old wounds and traumas and wrong conclusions from past experiences and how they're manifested in the thought world. And and so uh, if you don't know how to regain control of that, you know, you can have a, a pretty bad trip. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of the one of the key elements why we brought Jojo in is he's uh, both uh, Cameron and Jojo are excellent at creating and holding sacred space. Yeah. But it's that's we're kind of modifying. I've been doing men's work and interpersonal work since uh, I lost both my best friends. Um, mm-hmm. I had a personal uh, existential crisis and that was around 2007 that I started seeking this type of work. And there was ways of um, creating sacred space, but the quality of space that these two gentlemen create felt like, okay, this is the next level. This is, and then yeah. what I called at the ranch is like, okay, bam, there's another level to this as well. But when doing that work in the the container, as well as doing processes that are not overly, we're not trying to extract details from your personal life. We're asking you to do the work within you because mm-hmm. This is your process. We don't need to know all the details. That's for you to know and experience. And and we're here to hold space for it, but we're not extorting information. We're not trying to know every detail. That's, that's not, the healing doesn't require that. Mm -hmm. And so now there's methods that 
we can still go through these healing processes in a really sacred space, as well as limiting vulnerabilities to entities or even uh, exploitative people that say they're healers, right? So it's how do we create a process? And, you know, I have friends that are therapists and very good therapists, and they've kind of helped me hone this in along with these gentlemen of, of, of going through the process, but not spilling all your guts. Don't need to do that in order to heal. Yeah, I know. I know here things can be healed very quickly and gracefully, and the beings are here to help you do that. And, and a lot of times when we do counseling work, it, it, things come up for people and they go as fast as they came up and they go, I can't, they, they couldn't even grab it almost. It, it came, came through so fast. And there's a lot of people that do like breath work here and, and other things. And they go, things are moving so fast and so quickly and gracefully. We're not getting all this cathartic, you know, like people locking up and, and uh, shaking on the ground and stuff like that. But because uh, things yeah. move very, very quickly and gracefully here and, and the, the circle when you do the intention walk out there uh, we've had so many, so many people walk right out of their diseases whatever is affecting them you know we've had broken bones mend and tumors go away and ulcers and crazy stuff and they have before and after x-rays and and but i always tell people you know what happens here is between you and creator basically and and so you know, if you're wide open and you're ready and, it, and you know, whatever your karma is in order, you know, you're going to have a great experience. And and if you're not ready, you're, you'll have an experience, but it may not be as powerful as, as you know, because it's up to us. You know, they won't trespass on free will. So it depends on how how much we open ourselves and invite, you know, the healing to come in and, and knowing we're worthy of the healing, you know, because... You know, that's the main thing is is we beat ourselves up and judge ourselves all the time. And and I, I think the one thing that people have to realize that God doesn't have an ego, so it can't judge, you know. So all we have to do is forgive ourselves and just move on. And uh that's a hard one for people to realize because they, they think there's this guy up there with a laptop, you know, taking notes with a lightning bolt ready to toast the bad doobies, you know, and that's the image we've been given. Yeah, it's not that at all. Yeah, um, one thing you touched on that actually gave me a visual and a, even a deeper understanding of what we're talking about here is you talk about opening up. And I, I almost thought of like a, a surgery room. Well, you know, you can do surgery in the battlefield, but there's a higher likelihood and maybe you need to because that's essential. It needs to happen then, mm-hmm. but not of as clean of an environment as say somewhere yeah. that maintained like the ranch energetically it's like an operating room for to open up and you know everyone's process is different but that's the image that came to mind was like this is a this is a clean place to operate and open up and do the work and that therefore the healing happens much more easily and gracefully and um yeah so thanks for sharing that 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 even inspired my own process yeah, the masters are here. I mean, there we've had you know Taoist monks take pictures of Mary and Babaji and and Kuan Yin, and a lot of the masters appear here quite often, and they're just a thought away, you know. And and you know if we put our intention on it, we're going to connect into it, and and so the energy's here, the beings are here, and it's just up to us as to what we experience when we come here. Beautiful.
Yeah, that's right. I think, you know, it's just want to articulate that if we truly look deep within ourselves and meditate and pray and do these 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 clearings you know that that have been life-changing um that i've learned from the workshops that you do the ambassador and and self-mastery workshops um and just have an honest a genuine desire to to find the truth um you know you the power is within you and uh, Mm -hmm. that is what you know we are are going to present you know doing this 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 these processes you know the counseling you know emotional healing and setting the sacred space and doing these clearings um are life-changing and this is very transformative and um we look forward to you know having a lot of fun out there uh as well as you know uh, just providing some tools you know, for people to take away a positive experience you know and, and continue this you know co uh, co-creating manifesting um you know a higher vibration in in, in the world that we live today yeah, I was asking, I was meditating the other day and I was looking at all this craziness, you know, with all the agencies and everything and and how they've all gone totally off their mandates and everything. And I was meditating on that. And and uh, one of the masters came in and he said, I said to me, he said, are they creating heaven on earth? And I said, well, no, <laughs> they're kind of trying to create hell on earth. He goes, then, then, then they're, they're, they're gone. You know, they, they, uh, they're going to uh, implode, you know, because they're not frequency specific to this shift that's coming. And it's kind of, it, it really boils, they always make it really simple. You know, you're either creating heaven on earth or you're not. And, uh, you know, if you're trespassing on others and creating pain or suffering or loss or capitalizing at the expense of others, that, um, you know, they, they just said you're either creating heaven on earth or you're not. And those who aren't, aren't going to experience heaven on earth or anything. And experience their own their own uh reflection you know their own karmic loop you know is going to come in but it's all going to be accelerated and amplified so so it, it's going to be an interesting process and you know for those that are that want the science behind it just look at the human resonance look at what the sun is doing uh you know the the whole electromagnetic light spectrum is off the scale right now it's increased you know there's more bands in the infrared uh, you know what else there's so much more light and conscious and energy on the planet right now and, and right now all the higher dimensions are pressing in and the inner earth guys are pushing out and the earth is ascending you know there's nowhere to go they they're stuck in the middle and if they don't transform or go with these energies they're they're just going to implode you know they're they're going to take themselves out so it's it's kind of a tricky game you know it's timing you want to get out of the way of the implosion, you know, you don't want to be connected to it when it, as it, as it, uh, folds in on itself, but, uh, it's happening right now and it's happening on a huge scale. Talking about, you know, things imploding. I just wanted to speak on kind of how things are exponentially accelerating. Um, you know, as we kind of have this, this, you know, spiritual being having a human experience and, having these great opportunities to, to go up to the ranch and really just 
um, just plug in and, and tune ourselves up. I remember, James, uh, the, the closest I've ever kind of glimpsed Ascension, uh, mm-hmm. we were out sky watching one night together uh, with the group. And um, I, w- I, I was just just having the greatest time laughing. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I cranked one out. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you said, oh, that sounded like a teaspoonful. You might need to take your pants. We were just ha- just laughing so hard. And and uh that that was the closest my gaseousness was it was ascending yeah. to, to heaven to the heavens, James. So your food is it's it's we do a lot of work, but we laugh a lot and we just have yeah. So I, I tell people, you know, if you want to ascend, follow the part. It's your food ascending. Follow the part. Get a t-shirt. It's all about mastering judgment. You know, we're not politically correct here. We have a good time. We uh, do. And, and the humor and the laughter is so important. And, you know, this whole PC correct and trying to force everybody to think the same way. And that's all mind control. It's yeah. social engineering. And we got to get away from that. And, uh, and some of the most funniest things are are politically incorrect. So you know why why yeah. trash? It? You know it's it's all about just making people laugh. And and the the more you're laughing, the closer you are to God. That's my theory. Because mm-hmm. my own near death experience, that's what I experience. It's just pure love and joy and bliss. And laughter takes you into that realm. You know, it hooks you up to that realm. Sure does. And it's a healing. It's a healing energy as well. Ascension and healing. It's yeah. All- yeah yeah I've, you know, I've seen people heal just by laughing so hard and all of a sudden things just change and they had they had a spontaneous healing just by by laughing and they forgot they had an injury or they forgot they totally forgot about it long enough for it to just spontaneously go away yeah i think there might even be a documented case of uh, a woman who had cancer and she decided to watch a bunch of comedy movies and just laugh her head off <laughs> yeah great or something like i don't remember you know don't quote me on the time period and they've but. done a movie yeah they've done a movie on that where that's all they did was watch funny movies and they cured cancer yeah okay yeah i need to see that <sighs> yeah, it, it, it is it's all about attitude like you know i i tell people you know there's times i don't think i'm going to wake up in the morning you know i'm just so hammered and energetically beaten up and i okay well i've already died a couple times so who cares you know and i wake up and i'm fine you know it's like i just surrender you know and i do a little prayer and say yeah i need some help and i wake up in the morning and everything's gone i go wow i don't know what that was but you know it's uh but uh, that's happening to a lot of people now the ascension you know symptoms are really hitting hard right now people are getting you know they're they're feeling the solar flares and the schumann resonance and they're getting dizzy they're having a heart palpitations and and uh you know getting energy sickness a little ill at times and but that's just part of the process that'll pass yeah if you look at animals when they're hurt they'll actually shake yeah laughter is actually a way of it shakes our whole body it vibrates our whole entire body so it's it's releasing these uh micro tensions and traumas exactly we're hitting the end of the hour um so what is a um I know he said he has everything up on the site. Uh, do you guys have your own website or, or I'm not sure what uh, the best place to. Yeah. To uh, it, 
at this time, we, we have uh, our event flyer uh, on eseti.org slash events. Uh, okay. We also have an uh, event promo video that we just, you know, finished production or released that. So be on the lookout for that. We'll be, you know, sharing that um, out into the interweb. Um, and uh, we will, we're actually working on a, a 30 second sizzler. So that will also go out um, on Instagram, Facebook, all the social media channels. And so yeah, we're just sure. out there promoting and, and uh, getting people excited. Be sure and send that to me. I'll put it out on all our networks, you know, and make sure it gets out. And what, what's the date that you have that this is going on? It's uh... July 14th, 15th, and 16th, right? Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In, nice. Oh, and then the early birds can show up Thursday night if they'd like. On the 13th of July. Yeah, so it'd be Thursday the 13th. A lot of UFOs show up. Like, it's funny. We've had them show up like the day before and the day after, you know. But they're always here. But we've had some big events. It seems like, you know, a lot of the early birds that get to see things that uh, you just never know. You know, like, is a worm. <laughs> And I just I just remember something Clark mentioned to me. He uh, he wanted me to mention that like let's say people have to work on Friday, they're so welcome to come out Saturday, Sunday if they can make it. Right. So we're awesome. doing so many different activities that even if people can only make Saturday, Sunday, it'd still be worth making the trip. Right. Yeah, and we planned it, James, as you know, to where it's like a new moon, right, in the middle of the month. So perfect. It's gonna, yeah. You know, perfect conditions, right, for skywalk. Oh, the mountain opened up like crazy. The doors open, ships are going in and out. It was, it was all, it was this last weekend was crazy. And we had a great group here. So I'm sure you guys have a great group too. And we'll have the same experience, but uh, anyway, I can't thank you all for coming on the show and uh, I'm looking forward to this event and uh, we've got to sign off. We're out of time, unfortunately, but uh, thanks up. Keep up, keep up the good work and uh, we'll see you up here in July. All right, looking forward to it. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Thanks, Out of time, folks. Sorry, but uh, we've got to sign off. James Gunn with As You Wish Talk Radio, and he said he's Stargate. Have a great evening, and uh, keep an open mind, loving heart, and pure intent. And we'll see you up here, hopefully. Anyway, good night.